So quick transparent story that happened just the other day and recent. recently the other day, as in like two days ago, recent. So we were sitting down having our legacy meeting in the morning and you brought to my attention that mm-hmm. you were invited to be interviewed again on this radio show. And so we we're like, cool. And you were like, here are the times that they gave us, that they gave me that I can choose from. And these are times for this week. So right. we went ahead and said, okay, well, I said, well, how long is the interview? I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, 30 minutes. He was like, yeah, no, I'm thinking maybe hour. Nope. Hour and a half. Nope. Y'all. They needed him there for two full solid hours. Because Which of- let me interject here. Considering the fact that we had a discussion about when we would do the interview or when I would do the interview, that seemed in and of itself to be great. It yes. seemed like it was planned with the right thinking in mind. Yeah. And what I was going to say was the the reason why it was two hours because of the commercial breaks. Because right. I was like, y'all going to talk for two hours straight. And so this was also an opportunity that circled back before you had the opportunity and you had to cancel it. And so now you really want to do it because you had to cancel before. And so there's all of that, all the emotions in that, that can really cloud your judgment at times. And this is exactly what happened to us, but go with me. So we are planning to see which day would be best. We decide on a day, which happened to be yesterday. We're like, this is the best day out of the days that they gave us for this week. And so we dive in there and he goes in, does the interview here, you know, from the house for the, on the radio. He's in live broadcast, y'all. And I'm out here thinking, wait a minute, what about those other things we were like that are really, really important that we need to get done today? What about this and that? And I said, I don't think he did that. And so I'm trying to like not to go in there in the middle of his live studio broadcast interview and ask him about this. So I wait until afterward. And I was just really like bummed, like, man, we didn't even talk about what's the real priority. Like, are the priorities going to still get done or are they going to be pushed aside, thrown out the window, which is what happened. And so I was not feeling the greatest about that. And then we ended up talking afterwards. I don't know if you brought it up. I brought it up, but we were on the same page. You were like, yeah, I wish like you didn't say about this, but you said something about but making better decisions. And I say, yeah, I want us to talk about some things because some other things didn't get done today that were really way more important. And we realized in that moment that we, although we spoke about it and we're on the same page about the time of when you were going to be interviewed for this radio show, what we didn't do was discuss the priorities that we already had on the table to say, okay, wait, when are those going to get done now that you're doing that? Because right. two hours is like very expensive for us. It's, right. it's a lot of very precious time that we would normally be using to do what we do on a day-to-day basis, handling our responsibilities. So we talk through that and then we realize, okay, well, now what do we do? This is where the gold comes in even the more, learning the lesson. We said, now what do we do the rest of the week? How do we handle this knowing what we know and being very clear in our priorities? How do we handle this knowing that we didn't get done what needed to get done? And so immediately we went ahead and started canceling appointments that we had for the rest of the week and we rescheduled some things and we just really cleared out and opened up our schedule so we could focus on the things that matter most to us. And it made us very sensitive (laughs) to how we're spending our time even the more. And I say this in full transparency as the co-creators of Maripreneur operating systems. But yet still, here we are still working through these areas. And it may seem so elementary, but it's really a day in and day out process of making sure that we're aligning and realigning each day on the same page to and with the same priorities. And this is why understanding how we're investing our time day in and day out is so important. Yeah. So who is this for? This is for entrepreneurs who are seeking practical, but powerful ways for stewarding their time better. How is this going to help 
It's going to help you by showing you the way truly productive maripreneurs steward their time and they do it without stressing. Mm. And why is this important? Because in order to build your dream business in a sustainable way, well, structure is required. Ooh, y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs. Those of you who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and beyond all of that, you really want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, maripreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to build out a business legacy purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. So whether or not you are a spousalpreneur, indiepreneur, or couplepreneur, you are absolutely in the right place. In case you don't even know what those are, let me break them down for you really quickly. So spousalpreneurs are those married entrepreneur types where one spouse is the entrepreneur and the other spouse is supporting that entrepreneur. Maybe they're in a nine to five, but either way they're supporting. And then we have the indiepreneurs. That's where that maripreneur type is where both spouses are building individual and separate businesses. And then we have the couplepreneurs. A couplepreneur type is where both spouses are working together and building the same business. So maybe you are one or two of those maripreneur types, or maybe you're transitioning from one to the other. Either way, you are absolutely in the in the right place, and we are glad you are here. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the building. If you're uh, a returner, welcome back to the building. We are here as legacy builders, helping other legacy builders build their legacy. So Reddit... Form, the Reddit form did a very interesting poll and it has to do with wasting time. Check mm. this out. According to various confessions on the Reddit form, people roughly waste from 1.5 to 4 hours every day, meaning that the 40-hour work week may sometimes boil down to only 20 hours of productivity and wow. efficient work time. Can I speak to that? Good. 20 hours of productivity really out of a 40-hour week. What that says for us as maripreneurs, especially if you're transitioning from a nine to five and you're building your business on the side, you don't need as much time as you really think you need to in order to build momentum and to see results. Now, for those of you who, who are in your business full time, that tells you you actually, once again, don't even need all the time to get the results that you all are needing to get. And many times it's about not wasting time. I said time like five times in that one sentence. <laughs> yeah. So the, what's interesting about that is, is that when we look at time, mm -hmm. what that tells me is that in these cases, because look, this workforce is working for some entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. So they're working for a business. That means that they're getting paid twice as much as they're putting out. And that's something for mm -hmm. us as maripreneurs to really consider starting foremost with ourselves. We need to ask ourselves what amount of time that is really time that can be counted as truly productive, how much of that is actually going towards us building our business. Now, when we think about time, this really sets up a conversation for thinking about time and thinking about how we steward time 
so that we can be thoughtful about our time and mindful each and every day. When we consider that we all are dealing with time bracketed between 24 hours, can't get <laughs> yeah. more, right? No one can add or increase. Never heard of anybody having 25 hours in, in a, a day. day. Right. So how then do we steward the time that we've been given? Now, assuming sleeping, resting, and time with family and time with your spouse, all that being accounted for, let's just zoom out and look at time in three points or three pillars. And we're going to really look at this as the time stewarding triangle, right? So we're going to steward <laughs> our time yeah. thinking about it triangular. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first point on this triangle for us to consider is this, acknowledging time mm-hmm. as something real. So the first yeah. point is <laughs> acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge that time is a real thing and that time is a real part of our life and look at it as the tool that it is. Now, granted, time is a metric for how we measure things. Mm-hmm. And when we look at time and we treat time like it's a real thing, a couple things will happen. Number one, it'll help us to not underestimate it. Mm-hmm. It will help us to better not overestimate it mm-hmm. because we are acknowledging it and we're using it as a metric, a means to measure mm-hmm. what are we going to do. And I'll say it mm-hmm. this way, time being a tool for achieving set goals. If mm-hmm. we're going to set goals, I mean, truly set goals, Mm -hmm. thoroughly set goals, appropriately set goals. Mm -hmm. Then with those goals, we're going to allocate time. We're going to decide how we're going to utilize time to accomplish those goals. And let me say, we cannot allocate or budget something that we won't acknowledge. So if we don't acknowledge money, we can't allocate money. Mm -hmm. If we won't acknowledge time, we truly can't allocate that time. And whatever we're not... allocating, that means we haven't been acknowledging. And if we're not acknowledging that, then we can't even expect, or how could we even expect to make any kind of strides or progress in our business, in even our relationships with our family, our marriages? Like how are we even, how could we even expect that out of time if we haven't even acknowledged time? So we have to acknowledge it first Mm -hmm. and foremost Mm -hmm. as something that is real. I think sometimes we don't acknowledge it as something that is real because we can't see it. Mm -hmm. But we can definitely see the effects of how we used it or didn't use it. So it is still very much real. Yes. Getting to our second point in the triangle, and that's going to be structure. How are we structuring our time? I even use sometimes the word block our time. Mm -hmm. So when we think about blocking time or structuring time, what we're really talking about is borders. Mm -hmm. What borders or boundaries are we putting around our time? So if we're going to say, I'm going to spend tomorrow morning from eight to 10 AM. So Mm -hmm. that's two hours. Then we have just set up because we acknowledged it, right? Mm -hmm. We just set up boundaries for two hours. And, you know, I remember working when I was in the banking world. One of the things that I had to learn that was very helpful was to structure my time the day before on the evening prior. Mm -hmm. I might not know all that's going to go in there, like down to the second or Mm -hmm. minute, Mm -hmm. but I would put some kind of border framework around some type of blocking Mm -hmm. around how I was going to allocate Mm -hmm. and spend time. So 
When we think about blocking time or structuring time, think about putting boundaries on that time. And just like geographically, if we don't put boundaries around something, then that means anything can get in and anything, anything can, can get, get out. out. That's so true. And I was just thinking, if you don't, we don't structure our time, distractions will structure our time for us. So really making sure that we are taking the initiative, getting ahead of it and putting boundaries Mm -hmm. and like a wall around our time that we are very clear and intentional on how we steward it because it is a gift. Time is a gift and and treating it as a gift is, is critical. And part of that is stewardship. Absolutely. I like when you said about distractions. Mm-hmm. The main reason why we need to structure our time <laughs> is not so much because of other people. Nah. We need to put borders around, around our time us. because of us. Because of us. It's what we allow ourselves mm-hmm. to be distracted by mm-hmm. that is the greater temptation than the fact that something just came and took our time from us. Nobody nah. took our time mm-hmm. from us. We let it go we somehow. Just... And the reason why we let it go so easily is because we didn't have borders. We didn't have boundaries around the time. Mm-hmm. If we're just going to be honest, that's what it is. Yeah. Us. And we're often distracted by the things that we like. So that's right. it's being very clear about that. Which now leads us to our third and final point about this time triangle. And that is filling our time. So we have to look at our time from the standpoint of filling our time. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, we just talked about borders and boundaries. Mm-hmm. The question then becomes, think of it this way, what do we put inside of those borders and those boundaries? Mm-hmm. So this is really the content of the framework around our time, mm-hmm. the content around the borders of, or within the borders of our time. Let mm-hmm. me say it that way. Mm-hmm. So what are we filling our time with? Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of things about filling our time. It would sound like when I say fill our time, at least I would probably be thinking if I didn't know otherwise. Fill it means fill it to capacity Mm -hmm. with things of productivity Mm -hmm. as it pertains to building the business. That's actually not what I'm saying. I'm not saying just fill it with a bunch of tasks. What I mean by fill our time, I'm saying have it in such a way that we can give an account for our time because Mm -hmm. filling your time with what's valuable to your values Mm -hmm. And your objectives is most important. Mm -hmm. So that may mean not only do I fill my time with working, I also fill my time with resting. I also fill my time with, it's just one of the things I fill my time in with. So my time is not all rest, no more than my time is all work. Right. So there's things like rest and work and spending time with my wife and if you have family and even friends, friends. connecting with other yeah. people that you haven't spoken to in mm-hmm. forever, yeah. right? So so yeah. we want to fill our time mm. with what's valuable to our values. Yeah. And believers, as believers, we really have to watch this because in this area, because we can be so tunnel visioned mm-hmm. with our ministries, mm. with our businesses, with mm. all the varying things that we do. But if we're tunnel visioned, then that means we're blind to other things that are real and important in our lives. So we're not mm-hmm. saying fill your time to the extent that you're blind to everything else around you, Yeah. but fill our time with what's valuable to mm-hmm. our values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being said, let's head over to enjoying the journey together because we really have some great insight and steps that we are excited to share with you all that have made a huge difference in our day-to-day lives when it comes to time. 
Let's go! up here we are now at enjoying the journey together this is where we give you two actionable practical steps so you can see traction fast so we have a lot of goodies to share with you that are actionable and practical steps for you to see traction fast let's get into it the first actionable practical step sit down with each other and conduct a 24 to 48 hour audit of how you spent your time. What does that look like? Here's some questions you may want to consider asking is... What did you notice about how you spent your time? In other words, where did it go? Right. Another question that you may want to ask each other is, are you pleased with where your time went? (laughs) Here's something else you may ask. And that is, you may not ask, you may say, wait a minute. I don't think I can give an account for it Ooh. because I don't know where my time went. Ooh. That's a lesson. That'll be revealing. That's a lesson right there that you don't want to learn that one again. These are just some questions. So what went well with it? How did you, maybe you said, you know what? I really am proud of myself, how I use my time. Or you may say, mm, there's some things that I did that I'm really not pleased with how I use my time. So I'm going to be more aware of that for tomorrow, right? This is just a quick audit, just a little conversation and chat to increase awareness of our time, the gift of time. Another actionable practical step that I would say is great to be done in real time. Like when you have opportunities to do something, maybe someone's asked you a question to do something, or maybe you and your own desires want to go off track and say, oh, let me go do such and such real quick. Here's a question you could ask yourself. Is this the best use of my time right now? Is this the best use of my time right now? That's going to really clarify some things for you to say, wait a minute. Well, Not right now, because actually the best use of my time right now, I should be doing, and then you fill in the blank. You'll just know what to do because we know what to do. And then whatever you were doing, maybe you can say, okay, that is going to be for later today or maybe not even today at all. Okay, another actionable practical step that we would recommend is to take notes from the great evangelist. Evangelist or former first lady. (laughs) Just say no. (laughs) That's fun. <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. Anyway, so just say no. She was talking about to drugs, but we are speaking to drugs as well. But also in addition to that, thinking about how you say your no's and being very intentional on that. And if we are intentional, we'll likely be saying and giving out more no's than we are to the yeses to the people who maybe we often give yeses to. And not to say that you shouldn't give out yeses, but you're more discerning with that. But when you are saying no to something or someone, you're actually saying yes to something or someone else. Another way to look at how we may say yes is to look at it from the standpoint of really why are we saying yes? Sometimes we can say yes. Not because you want them to to feel like, oh, I need you or I want to do this for you because I'm your friend. Sometimes you feel like, I don't know what they're going to say if I don't do this. Yeah. And a lot of times we say yes because of how we are internalizing it and how we are thinking about it. Now, Mm -hmm. we will oftentimes say yes to say help a friend out because we Mm -hmm. in our mind really do want to help that friend. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, too often I'll say it that Mm -hmm. way, it's us saying yes because we're doing it more so for us than we are for them. So we can feel better and sort of soothe our conscience about being a good friend. And here's the challenge with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, I've got that 
down, packed and figured out and doing that in the most excellent way. But I will say this. Sometimes we can find ourselves saying yes and our yes to helping someone. Really, we may not be helping them because it could be that we may be enabling something that really they need to stop (laughs) or learn better. Mm. And by us saying yes, or sort of, or should I say in one sense, maybe coming to that rescue, mm. then why is our yes? Our yes is not necessarily for them because we probably think, man, I really wish that they would learn this by now or do mm. this better. If mm. we're saying yes, it's probably because we're trying to do it for our own selves to feel good about being a, good a friend, friend, a good friend, yeah. which just made this scripture in Proverbs pop up in my head. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. friend. Mm. So there is a place for us being mm. honest with our friends. And mm-hmm. that's a good way, right? Mm-hmm. To spend right. our time is to make sure that we're helping them by mm-hmm. helping them grow in whatever yeah. that area That could is. be friends, family, you know. Friends, family. Foes, yeah. all of the above. And just really being mindful of our nose, being very discerning and realizing that it's likely in order for us to be sustainable in building what God has called for us to build, we'll likely be giving out more no's than we do yeses because we're limited beings. We have limited capacities and we have to be given account for what we say yes to. With that being said, the last actionable and practical step is to get yourself a dream work week template. Like draw it out, write it out together. This has literally transformed our lifestyle and how we build our business and even how we help our clients nowadays. Walking them through this process is so clarifying. And if you don't have one, you're not even sure where to start with it, you can grab our free dream work week template over at marriedpreneurlife.com. We want to give that to you and let it bless your whole soul. With that being said, we hope this was amazing for you all. And until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. In sync. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now again. you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, Press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable for the people in the back. (laughs) That's a wrap, guys. Maybe. Let's see if it was recording.